0: Hi, I'm Katie and this is Ecom Unfiltered. Um, today I'm so excited to have Megan Herman from Harper Sage with us. Um, she's been on some of our panels before. We did a panel for female founders in Austin, um, so that's when we first met. Yeah. And we're just really excited to have you today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, we can just kind of dive in. I'd love to learn just like a little bit of more about more of like how you got started and maybe like the inspiration behind yeah. Harper Sage. Sure. And like what Harper Sage is for everyone listening.
1: <laughs> sure. So I'll start like kind of way back when which I think you know a little bit about this, but yeah. that's okay.
0: Repeat is <laughs> fine. I know, but like the people listening don't That's listen. true.
1: That's true. So yeah, I grew up in a big family, youngest of um five kids, three boys ahead of me, and wow. I, I just did whatever I could to keep up. So I was playing outside. Started playing soccer when I was younger, and so naturally, like the peers and adults in the neighborhood were quick to label me as a tomboy. But I didn't quite understand then. And then I did go on to play D one soccer at the University of Wisconsin Madison. And you're a D one athlete, yeah. Kind of relate to this, (laughs) but when you're 18, you don't quite. You're just everything is so new, and it's such a high intense like competitive um, situation, so I quickly kind of wanted an outlet for balance, and that happened to be, like, creativity. Yeah. So I chose to study textile design at UW-Madison, and I instantly fell in love with it. Um, And then from there, I went to study at the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York um, and kind of further studied fashion design. And so when post-FIT, um, I worked for kind of what we call ultra-femi brands in the industry. So mm-hmm. I started off in high fashion at Carolina Herrera, kind of doing bridal gowns. And then i switched um, because i needed a salary <laughs> yeah <that's right. laughs> everyone needs a salary yeah, to work at um anthropology in philadelphia so i okay. designed for them for a couple years and i just started getting really curious about supply chain mm-hmm. i could sketch these beautiful embroideries but i had no idea where they would come from yeah so i moved back to new york worked for um, a small contemporary brand and um, that's where i had the chance to kind of think about things and i was like well Um, you know there was a running joke at Anthro and Carolyn Herrera about like how my designs were too masculine Mm -hmm. and I always thought that was kind of interesting because as women we're multifaceted and you know brands that continue to put women into one box it just doesn't resonate as much so as I was coming into my own as a designer I'd be sent overseas to China and India to work with the mills and factories directly and so it was on one particular trip where my eyes were just truly truly open and it was like All right, do I leave the industry? Do I, you know, do I just put all this college to waste and like switch my career? It was just not a fun time. So that's where I decided to combine the two like my love of celebrating multifaceted women and back it by a credible supply chain. Um, working with women in factories so in a long-winded nutshell Harper's (laughs) Sage is an ethical lifestyle brand that empowers multifaceted women through both community and style.
0: I love that (laughs) that wasn't a long answer because I feel like you need like some of the background story to really understand the brand which it kind of leads me to my next question like so you know you mentioned like I was an athlete and you know these designers told me my designs were kind of masculine but you also like to be in like sort of a feminine is that how yeah, you say yeah. It? I'm like I say that, right? yeah, uh, like a me, you know, style as well. So I would love to hear like a little bit more about like so Harper Sage is the name, yeah. like part of the the line is more of, like a Harper, and then the other is the stage. Can you kind of explain like the different lines sure. and um, really just kind of how you're like empowering that like individuality in women?
1: Yeah. So I think it kind of speaks to to my personal story I just said, yeah. I created these kind of two personas or muses in my head, mm-hmm. but it could translate to anything. So the Harper girl is more of like my feminine city dweller. You can think of like flowy dresses, embroideries, a lot of floral prints. Yeah. <laughs> and then sage is like casual, cool. Um, you can think of jumpsuits, menswear inspired button downs. And just kind of showcasing like one day I could be in a jumpsuit, but then the next day I could be in a full-blown dress with heels Mm -hmm. and I'm the same person. um, And just more translating our new modern dynamic lifestyle.
0: I love that. And I feel like, like, at least for me personally, like there's days where like right now I'm in a dress Mm -hmm. and I can be a little more girly, but then there's other days where I just want to wear like Sneakers, jeans, and a t-shirt, yeah. <laughs> or like how you have like a little button up. Like I just want to be a little more, I don't want to say like masculine, but just like yeah. a little bit more like casual. I don't always want to do this like yeah. feminine, like girly thing. Yes. So really love what Harper Sage is doing because yeah. I feel like you're really like empowering those women to kind of be like, oh, you can wear like what you want yeah. and there's different styles and there's different, you know, parts of being a woman. Yeah, you know, and soft and do. strong kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I would love to like hear a little more about just kind of like you know you've touched on it but like your experience starting out um maybe some difficulties you faced or just like learnings you kind of gathered up like the early starts of Harper's age. The age? age. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So we were, Big question.
1: <laughs> we were born November 2019. And so if you can remember, um, that was like a couple months before COVID. Right. So yeah. leading up to it, me being like a product person and supply chain person, I was so focused on just getting the first capsule out there. Yeah. But I am le- I was less experienced in like e com and marketing, which is like funny now <laughs> being on this podcast, but in general. Um, <laughs> (laughs) Um, And so part of my experience was, or the early experience was just one really trying to figure out like, all right, I'm good at products. So let's just start there and just test, like, does it sell even within my family and friend network? And then I can kind of figure out the other piece, like the marketing pieces after. Yeah. So that was my original plan. But then all of a sudden, three months later, like COVID hits, and just the whole world was, like, wobbly, like, truly wobbly. March Literally 2020, wobbly. New York shuts down. Our, mm. like, photo shoot was, like, the day before. I'll just never forget it. And so I think that, like, a little bit of why I'm saying that is, like, part of it's, like, mental, like, getting through that experience. Like, all right, I just quit my corporate jobs, like, to start this thing. And yeah. I got one capsule off the ground. And, like, yes, it sold. It sold well. But, like, I need to keep keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way we were going to do that is like through an SBA loan, but then the SBA loans weren't taking applications because they were focused on PPP loans. Yeah. And so trying to stay both mentally like, all right, do I want to stick with this as like ah, the world is kind of iffy? Mm-hmm. And how am I going to get through it creatively if I don't have product at the time? up. Yeah. So... That was, like, my bis- biggest experience is just, like, understanding that you're not going to have it all figured out at once. It's going to have to be brick by brick, yeah. whether I like it or not. Um, And then trying
0: to have, like, the mental stability to to work your way through that as well. Yeah, I feel like I hear that a lot from founders, um, a lot of people, pretty much almost, I feel like, everyone I've had on my podcast has been like, yeah, at the start, you're just kind of, like, figuring it out just- and you're kind Of going with the flow and yeah. trying to figure things out as you go, so but it's weird to see it now, like, in yeah, you're
1: like, oh, it's like not all together, but yeah, I think I truly think it's the only way to just start.
0: Yeah, it's like you kind of just have to like dive in and like figure it out as yeah. you go, which I know can be like really scary, yes. and like, I know, like, I would love to start my own. Business mm-hmm. and I have like an e-commerce, you know, business online business, but I'm just like I don't even I don't even know where to start or whatever. And then I tell myself I'm just like talking to people yeah. like you. I'm like, wow, you just kind of have you to just go figure it out, yeah, just, <laughs> which is terrifying for me because I like I'm kind of type A where I like yeah. to have a plan mm-hmm. and like know what you know the next steps oh, are. Yeah. Up, so.
1: I think, I think we all are. <laughs> I think, yeah. I
0: think <laughs> a lot of people are like, especially when you're putting in like all your like time and your money and like, yeah. quitting your corporate job yes. or like a steady salary. It's like kind of terrifying. but Absolutely. But you did it. You found a way. <laughs> um, cool. So I would love to like list, like learn a little bit more about your experience in, you know, the fashion school that you went <laughs> to. Like, what are some of the things you maybe learned there that you've like now kind of taken away? From that experience, and I kind of put into Harper's Age.
1: Yeah, so my experience was unique because I had UW-Madison, which is like a state school four-year program, and mm-hmm. then I had the opportunity to do like an Associates at the Fashion Institute of Technology. So, two different worlds um, mm-hmm. already, and I think my biggest takeaway at UW was realizing, like, I loved textile design, mm-hmm. but it, I always kind of felt like the odd man out, like, running to practice with, like, indigo-dyed hands while, oh, <laughs> feel <this so> hard. <laughs> while everyone else is, like, worrying about their, like, science test or something. I was worried about, like, how I was going to finish, like, my screen printing. Yeah. So, just different. And then when I went to FIT, I was like, oh, okay, like, you can actually I fit yeah. in here. Yeah, like, <laughs> and so... That's one of my takeaways was like, okay, get this feeling of my, the way my brain thinks and my strengths, I belong. Yeah. And there's an environment to cultivate that. Right. But then the second thing was like moving to New York when you're 22, 23 years old, it just really opened my mind a lot. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my friends and a lot of the people at FIT are um, international students. So just being exposed to people from different countries, a lot of my friends were from Korea, and like learning about different life perspectives and how that translates into your um, your word. workflow. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was my biggest um, takeaway from FIT. And then in terms of like academia, it was um, nice to kind of experience like you learn early about time management and project management, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of creatives, that's probably like our weakness. Um, yeah. but because I had that UW experience and because I had 100 athletes. So, soccer. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was just
0: a great combo for the two to try to like set me up for success, like yeah, what
1: I wanted. Yeah,
0: totally. I feel like I can really because, like you said, like, I was also a D one athlete, uh-huh. so just kind of like I would run to. I was in fashion merchandising, with oh, my okay. major. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, okay. fashion merchandising
0: and product development. Yes. I like thought I would be a designer, okay. but I'm not creative. I'm more like anyways. But I digress. But, but um, I kind of can relate because I was like, oh, I need to go to swim practice, and straight from swim did. practice with my wet hair reeking of chlorine I'd have to run to these like fashion classes where all the girls were like always so dressed up and I was just like I I love doing both. But, That's exactly like, what it, it was. Up. definitely, like, interesting to come to class with all these girls. Like, oh you hit
1: the nail on the head. That's exactly where this, like, little pin point of Harper's Stage started. Because yeah. Because I'd show up to fashion class with, like, my sweats. I was in, like, my, yeah, yeah, I was in things. my, like,
0: Florida State, like, <laughs> track suit that this one team, you know, like they give you, like, mm-hmm. tennis shoes and yes. all that kind of stuff. So I was like, um, I am so tomboy <laughs> and I a chlorine and I just came from, like, a 6 a.m. practice, yes. but here I am. My coaches are like, Herman what? <laughs> you do it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to put me in. Yeah, and then the opposite of that, I'd be like, oh, I can't, you know, I, I have to like come late to some practice because. I have a textile lab right. or I have something going on so that's funny so when you said that I was like wait we kind of majored in the same I'm thing doing embroidery on the back of the bus <laughs> yeah learning like I had to learn like every type of stitch on so like on the like bus to the yeah. swim meet like trying to learn how to stitch this stuff I was
1: so happy I've never had anyone else
0: that like yeah had a similar I feel like that's when I first met you I was like wait I can kind of that's relate awesome. on that level <laughs> I love that I love that. I mean. <laughs> yeah you're not alone <laughs> cool so just kind of like Switching gears a little bit. Um, So fashion trends can change really quickly. How do you feel like you're staying ahead of the curve um, to, you know, obviously have your persona and like your Harper stage design, but like also staying like kind of trendy?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I think... Um, starting out with Harper's Age, like, I kind of knew actually that I didn't want to follow trends like mm-hmm. as much, mm-hmm. um, maybe as much as I learned in like my other jobs Yeah, because I wanted to be like a seasonless brand. I wanted to create a brand that was a little bit more um, aware of Overconsumption or like yeah. sustainable practices. Yeah. So when I design, I obviously am aware of like the current landscape with trends. And, um, but I actually kind of look more at like psyche trends rather than like, all right, puff sleeves are in this. Yeah. Season. Like <laughs> um, that's, yeah, I try to like design what would last like five years mm-hmm. um, in somebody's wardrobe and what could mix and match with like what you already have. Um, and so I don't know if that necessarily
0: answers yeah, your question. I, I keep up with it, but I don't know if I necessarily translate it
1: all the time to, yeah. to hard Sage.
0: How are you? Like, are you just, like, sketching designs in, like, a workbook, or do you have, like, software? Like, what do you use?
1: <laughs> I actually, I'm old school, or that's how I was trained. I hand sketch everything. Um, Both Carolinger and Anthro, like, required hand sketching. Um, but nowadays, like, the youngins. <laughs> the youngins, they're all the, on the, the procreate on the iPad, which is cool. Like I'm teaching oh, myself yeah. that now. I'm just not as comfortable um, in Illustrator Flats, but you no, know, i I'm, I like to just
0: yeah, whip out. I feel like it'd be pencil and paper. Yeah, sometimes I'm like technology is great, but you don't need it for everything. Yes. I like the old school. Like yes. you just want something on nice paper. About that. Yeah, pencil and paper, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. love that. Cool. <laughs> okay, switching gears again. Like kind of more into like marketing and stuff, sure. but. So I follow Harper Sage on Instagram. I've been following since we first met and I noticed that you, um, you opened this retail store, uh, or I guess we just talked about this before. It's not really a retail store. It's more of like a showroom, but I would Mm -hmm. love to just like hear a little bit more about that and what kind of inspired you to open the showroom.
1: Sure. Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, as you know, we started off and are primarily an e-commerce company. But what was interesting was um, post-COVID, like our customers were kind of wanting to seek us out in person. Mm -hmm. So we started dabbling with third-party partnerships. Um, Like we're in Neighborhood Goods over here on South Congress, where somebody could go in and try on. And then I started doing like pop-ups where people could come in and try on, even though they may have bought online. Mm -hmm. And so... I started seeing that trend and it's like, well, if I, if I could just have a space that's connected to the office, mm-hmm. and to the fulfillment center, that would help just like people here local to come in and try on, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of a stepping stone into where I think Harper's H may go, which is like a bridge of the two. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how we're treating it as like a physical kind of storytelling manifestation of the Harper's yeah. H e conference yeah, yeah, it
0: looked really cute. I haven't Thank been you. yet. I need to okay. go. Uh-huh. Um, but it just looked really cute. Thank so you. if you're in Austin,
1: yes, it's on the East
0: Side. Where is it? Looking, it's like,
1: in Canopy Artist Studios.
0: Canopy Artist Studios. It's Spring like about Springdale? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah so so close. if you're in Austin, check it out. Yes. <laughs> so how are you balancing? You know, like again, like I said, I like am following you on Instagram, so I know just from our conversations or things I've seen. Like yeah. it's definitely hard to manage, like e-commerce store, personal life, all yeah. the things. How have you been? <laughs> First of all, because I know last we talked, you were like, this has been a rough day. Yeah. Uh, so, how are you just kind of like balancing everything? Yeah. And how are you doing with all of that?
1: It's a roller coaster. Yeah. And I think I've just accepted that when I talk to other founder friends, like everyone experiences it. So, you know, some days are better than others. Mm-hmm. And usually, what it is, it's like personal life, exceptional business life, ooh, wobbly, Not or, like, business, business ooh, <laughs> and then personal life, wobbly. Yeah. So, balance, like, I don't know right now if I've, if I've achieved, achieved that, it. although I'm working towards it. Yeah. Um. And so, I think, for me, I, throughout these, I'm going on almost four years of purpose age, I've realized a lot about myself, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, like, a sprinter,
0: yeah. so, like,
1: what happens is, you know like I take off to India, I design a capsule, we photo shoot it, we get it up on the site. And then like, I'm like, oh, I can breathe, And then yeah. I need a break. Um, whereas like this one a month ago, I was like, all right, let's whip up the showroom. Let's get that into action while maintaining the business. Like you're talking about the e-commerce part. Yeah. Um, and I think what happened is like, I was coming at the end of a sprint. And it's like, I need to be better about knowing that about myself mm-hmm. and like almost baking my workflow. All right. Like, You just had a massive sprint like you know you're going to need a couple days off to just reset. Yeah. Otherwise like I can get like a little bit wobbly. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. Because I'm definitely like a
0: sprinter. I like I want to get everything just like out there yes, and and it Quick. And like quick. Like mm-hmm. even in my work, I'm like, I just want to get it done. Like I'm like I wanna just get it done. Yeah. And then i like immediately will sometimes jump into the next thing right. and then I'm overwhelmed. Right. Because I'm still so exactly. finishing up the last project, maybe, but also yes. starting something else. So
1: And it's important to like know that because a yeah. lot of people like, my husband's probably more of, like, a long, like, a man, I felt, like, slow and steady, mm-hmm. and, like, some of my other uh, past co-workers, and so it's, like, yeah. you really learn a lot, like, who, kind of where you fall, and just know that about yourself and adjust. Yeah. So I'm, like, Megan, you know this is going to happen. Why yeah. don't you just... I yeah, I think the same thing. <laughs> I'm always,
0: like, you know that that's going to happen, or yeah. you're going to face, like, burnout, yes. or you're... Yeah. You're going to hit a wall where you're just, like, overwhelmed with everything going on. Right. So it's just learning, like, how to maintain it for yourself for yourself yeah your own internal workflow kind of yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully, like you know, I
0: know it's been like tough with like opening the showroom and doing all of that, but maybe you'll find some time to take
1: it to yes. <laughs> this past weekend. I did. But yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> what did you do this past weekend? I played with our new puppy. And we played. Oh,
0: you got a with puppy? Like, yes, what kind of puppy.
1: A mini Bernedoodle. Oh, she's so cute. So cute. Hu- I bet she's
0: gonna be huge. Mini. So she'll be like twenty-five uh, pounds.
1: Okay. I'm um, not the big like hundred pounds, but oh. we played a lot of Catan and just she's not in Harvard age. Yeah, non Harper yeah. Sage thing. Yeah, yeah. that's um, good. Now so I go back a little bit. That's good. Good. Glad you have some time for yourself.
0: Okay, so again, I'm like saying I follow you because I do, <laughs> but I follow you on Harper Sage um, and I've noticed like I've seen a lot of ads lately. And so I'm curious if that's something like new you've picked yes. up or if you've just seen like the most success from that so you like put more like energy into that because yeah. I've just been seeing a lot of ads. I'm kind of curious. No, it's a great just question. What works best for you? Um, so ironically, we
1: just started doing paid ads like three months ago. Okay. So going on year four, like that's You're kind different. of crazy. as like an e-commerce brand, right? Yeah. So um, it's a new arena for us that we've been, like I said, kind of bootstrapped brick by brick. Mm-hmm. And we were finally at a place where it's like, all right, let's invest in the foundation of you know that digital footprint with ads and so um you know we've been testing and reiterating never say the word so um that's probably why you're seeing like different types of yeah of I feel like I've seen like
0: different like it's never like the same yeah. image and copy like I've yeah. noticed like it's been different yeah so to the point where I'm like oh I thought this was just a post and then I it, you know you can tell it's clearly yeah, an ad I'm like
1: oh good for yeah you. I'm like good for me. yeah <laughs> <Yes. out go. laughs> and the exciting part is like we are um you know as everyone kind of starts off mm-hmm. like the first month or so like you're figuring it out and we still are, but like, it's nice to actually see momentum, um, happening yeah. and just like, kind of like the power that you can have behind ads. But the cool thing about HarperSage and like how we have built this is like, I'm not going to be reliant on it. Right. Because that's where like a lot of, you know, the D2C bubble, yeah. yeah, everyone has been talking about has bursted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so having that like discipline of like, all right, ads are there to supplement my e-commerce business and I'm not going to build a business solely on ads, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Um. But for me, as someone who was and has been bootstrapped, it's like, whoa, like, this is so cool. Like, you can get so many eyeballs in front of your end yeah. and
0: the potential behind
1: it. That um, that's been exciting to see. That's cool.
0: Um, I'm curious, like, what you were doing before because you said it's, like, you know, year four and you're just now doing, like, paid ads. So i know, just kind of curious, like, what your efforts were prior to that. Yeah. Efforts were a
1: lot of, like, almost tying in, um, like, field marketing, like, grassroots on the ground yeah. field marketing, but then tying it back to e-commerce because we don't have, like, a, we never yeah. had a brick and mortar store. Right. Um, and so we were heavily reliant on, like, our ambassador program. But it's not like a true ambassador program, like it's definitely not like a MLM type thing. Or um, here are ambassadors, and like they get a free clothing item Mm -hmm. and they just like throw up the discount code everywhere. We tried to cultivate or we are trying to cultivate like um, little communities in different cities. And so what we would see is like on the ground work. Of women coming together and then Harper's sage would naturally come up in the conversation mm-hmm. and then it's it takes time but like slowly and trickling like you would see okay if we had um, a duo crew in Nashville like we would get more orders in from Nashville from the area and so we can't okay. help but attribute that to so like to the, the, ambassador the, the ambassadors the ambassadors yeah and then get them into our email list and kind of have it come that way Oh, that's um, and every time we launch like a new capsule of the people on our email list, like they would receive like the full catalog first to like order. Oh, that's cool. So kind of like treating that as like the VIP
0: list. Oh, I love that. That's smart because I feel like a lot of people are, I don't know, maybe in like more of the yeah. fashion, but I haven't it's met any like e-commerce cool that. sellers yeah. that have really done something like that. Yeah. So and then cool. they
1: stick with like one thing other their size, then they feel more comfortable keep coming back online on their own to do yeah, it. Yeah, you're like, oh, area. I know I'm this
0: size, so I can just, mm-hmm. like, buy online without having to, like, try it on. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. a good way to, like, kind of keep that, um like, that loyalty and yes. just keeping the same shoppers coming back. Yeah, so. yeah. Cool, it's- smart. Look at you, that's so smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, Awesome. So can you tell us about maybe, like, a memorable customer experience you had where, like, something that just, like, stood out to you, like, a customer said something to you or left some sort of review or just, like, shared encouragement Encouragement, (laughs) there's
1: there's always like a couple so this is like a little bit of a hiccup with e-commerce is like you can't really see the person it's not like they're in a dressing room trying on right and so with that like you kind of we try to go the extra mile of accommodating so like customer service has to be on point (laughs) but the the thing is is like jumpsuits aren't difficult to fit yeah so i know that um this one woman wanted a jumpsuit really bad. She tried the size. It didn't work. And she, I could tell she was, like, disappointed. Even through, like, you can just tell. You can just tell with through, like, with her, with the tone the, of yes, their text the or messages. And so we um, – I actually went to India in March, and, like, I just did the, a custom jumpsuit for her. Like, just Aww. did the measurements. And she was like, floored. like I'm talking. I mean, yeah, like because you went all the way to
0: lawyer. India. Just to make a no, not, for, not just for the customer. Oh, I was like, <laughs> you went all the way to India just for this no, one customer? I was like, <laughs> I should be
1: much more of a loyal customer. No, I was it. going there <laughs> already to design the capsule, but I was like, all right, yeah, like, let me just <laughs> like put this on my to-do list because oh, it's amazing. easy Beautiful. when I'm there to be like, hey, okay, these are the off measurements. Let's go. Yeah. Fit her perfectly. Um, oh. She can't speak highly enough about her stage. And it's just like fun to kind of receive those messages and- mm-hmm. Um, I joke that at, like, my level of language is words of affirmation. Yeah. So I actually actually keep all of, like, screenshots of, like, customer testimonials or, like, feedback so that when
0: those do-low days happen, I do try to pull them out and, like, read them. people are appreciating, like, the effort I'm putting Uh in. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Words of affirmation. Yeah. (laughs) I'm acts of service. Oh, uh You're, like, doing something for me. I'm yeah, Good. I appreciate know. that. <laughs> <laughs> Noted for anyone in this room. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, okay. So kind of switching to, like, more of, like, a funny question. Sure. What's the funniest thing you've ever purchased on a social media ad?
1: Oh, gosh. Funniest?
0: Or just, like, <sighs> most random or, like, I don't know. I've had I've had answers across the board.
1: You know, it's just, funny because, like, you know, being in the space, it's, like, Oh, like, I'm almost like rebelling, like, oh, don't buy from the ad. Like, yeah, do I do that too, I'm like, no, so no more ads, because you that's know it's like feeding, cool. like it's targeting, but I did buy, um, uh, what do you call it? A, a sensor, call them? oh, like a heart rate monitor? Like uh, not a heart rate, a glucose monitor, that's uh, what it's called, okay. and like, I can't believe I bought that off Just for Just for, so like diabetes? <laughs> Questions yeah. like no, I have, I have, <laughs> I <can't do> <laughs> I have um endometriosis, yeah, yeah, I do. But so, I was just curious about like how to try to fix some, some oh, dietary okay. things, and the algorithm read my mind and sent <laughs> me this sensor. Um, and I, I still like, yeah, I can't believe I bought that off an ad, so yeah, I yeah, that's random, yeah, yeah, I've heard
0: much more random. Like, I think we had the Elevate, um, uh-huh, Tanya and Diana. Uh-huh on the podcast and she was like, yeah, I'm buying like colostrum. I got it on like an Instagram ad. I was like, I don't even know what it's like. What was it? Emma's Emma's in the room. It was like cow. It was like the first milk after like a cow had a baby, but it's like the first milk is like, I'm like, how do you even get that? Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> there must be some and, like, <laughs> and there was like some help in it too. I, I don't even remember what <sighs> it was. It all was to help. Yeah, allowance. I was like, oh, sorry. No. Well, I didn't buy, well, I haven't bought it yet, but I keep getting it What's with this uh, bowl. So I keep, I'm about to pull the trigger on it, but I've been, apparently it knows I've been crushing a lot of Harry Potter lately. <laughs> I think with the writer's strike, there's just not, um, not as many shows or new yes. things out. So I'm like, yeah. you know what? My go-to Harry Potter. Sure. It's cozy. It's almost fall. So I've been watching on Harry Potter and I keep getting hit with this ad for these like, um, like the hanging like candles
1: oh, okay. that are on like
0: fishing wire. Okay. And so you can't really see, they just look like they're floating candles and there's a wand and you can wave the wand <laughs> to turn the lights on Love this and I keep color. getting hit with the ad and I'm like, do I need the hanging lights at Halloween and yeah. like, I have a wand? That Actually,
1: that'd be kind of cute. So
0: that's my, kinda I haven't purchased it. it yet, but I keep getting hit with the ad and my algorithm's working really, or like the targeting's working really hard to get me, and it's so about to. So <laughs> funny. I love that. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, and like that e commerce is probably doing great. Cause yeah. Some people are probably like, wait, that's so cool, Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll kind of wrap it up with just like what are your future goals and sort of like what do you see the future of Harper Sage yeah. looking like?
1: Um, the future of Harper Sage, I definitely see continuing to build off of. You know the digital marketing presence like our D2C will still do third party partnerships but like really kind of flipping the 60-40 to 40-60 with more focus on D2C mm-hmm. and then um, definitely I see like an omni-channel approach of Harper Sage mm-hmm. and physical yeah, um, brick and mortar um, concept store um, yeah, I have like a vision for it so I okay. really want to try to keep working towards it um, I think marrying the two is, like, where we'll best
0: sit at. Yeah, I feel like that's really the only way you can, like, really grow, especially since you've you seem to have, like, a good customer base here in yeah. Austin, so kind of starting here and expanding. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, so before we wrap up, if you just want to, like, tell everyone where they can find yeah. HarperSage um, and follow along or where they can, you know, shop yeah. online.
1: Yeah. So you can shop at HarperSage.com. Customer service is top notch, as you know. Because it's you. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: <laughs> it's me, it's and the, the part-time part-time gal. Um, and you can find us at Shop Harper Sage on Instagram. And then, if you are in Austin or you swing by in Austin, you can shop in real life at our show, showroom, which we call the Duo Studio. On I love side.
0: Cool. Well, Thanks thank you so much. Yeah, it was like so great to have you and see you again. Yes, you too. We'll
1: hopefully do some more you yes. know stuff in the future with you yes absolutely cool. thank you well
0: thank you that's the episode of ecom unfiltered mm-hmm.